1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA, member FDSE.
0: Welcome back to the broadcast. Uh, I'm David Woods, joined by Tracy Pearson as always, and special guest, head of the Men of Westwood and Champion of Westwood NIL Collectives,
2: Ken Grayworth. Ken, very excited to have you on. I'm uh, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs>
1: Now, are you happy, though, Ken?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Huh.
1: Yeah, there's nothing nice really. of you to say. Yeah, uh, let's see it how it
2: goes. Exactly.
0: Um, well, I, there's obviously a ton uh, to talk about. I actually want to go off the beaten path a little bit because I mentioned it up top, champion of Westwood. But the other – I mean, we all – we're going to get into the basketball situation, football situation in terms of NIL. But I'm interested, how competitive are – if you like in terms of competitive situations for other sports is NIL right now, like women's basketball or even just baseball or whatever it is, are those getting competitive or is it more about just kind of, you know, finding a way to uh, compensate some players for uh, their likeness?
2: Uh, So it's, it's definitely needs to be right. We need to get there. Um, Right now we are, I wouldn't say competitive. I would say we're treading water. Um, but establishing it was paramount to the future success of them. You know, we've, we've lost baseball players over the last couple of years to NIL, specifically a couple of players to LSU. Um, we lost a couple of softball players. Uh, women's basketball has been very fortunate. And so we, uh, I mean, I guess it's just kismet, right? That we started champion of Westwood in arguably the best season women's basketball has had in a long time. (laughs) Um, and uh, so, you know, we have every woman signed to a deal <laughs> with, with Champion of Westwood. Um, we just started doing baseball. We'll, we'll make a push when the season starts uh, with that or when it gets closer to the season starting. But we have, I think, eight guys currently under contract with us. Um, and and we'll uh, try to expand that offering as well. And we will uh, try to work into uh, other sports as well, but there's only so many hours in the day. And, you know, as you said, we'll get into the, the two big fish, but until those, uh, those are swimming, you know, downstream instead of, you know, in, in a boat with us going upstream <laughs> with a hole in the bottom of the kayak and, and no paddles. Um, there's only, uh, only so much we can do. Um, you yeah. really went with that analogy there, Ken. I like it. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, you, you. I, I try. I have to keep up with the two of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: We're, we're metaphoric. Yeah, you're painting a picture. Um. All right. Well, let's. I mean, let's start getting into it. Um. So we've kind of broad stroked it for a lot of. Um. Broad stroked it doesn't sound very good, but we've kind of uh, given the broad strokes of um, football and basketball's kind of competitive situation on the board. But maybe we start with that kind of an overview of where. You kind of see the two programs in terms of their NIL competitive position right now.
2: Um, I would say that basketball is competitive. Um, it's it will never be enough. Let's just start right there. And everything you know you hear from whether it's you guys or you know more specifically coach um, serves a purpose, right? Mick's job is to to make his program the best he can do he's not laying on his laurels. Uh, so he wants everything and then some, so, you know, we, we've been very competitive so far in terms of the, what we've been able to keep and what we've been able to acquire. Um, that being said, yes, we did miss out on, on some transfer possibilities. Um, because of the way that we wanted to conduct business versus, you know, making sure that, that we didn't miss a payment. And I I would say that that's key, right? The, the the concept here is, um, the second we miss a payment or we lie to a, a player, we are forever doomed, right? Then we're, we're the group that, that doesn't hold, hold its water. Um, you know, going back to our boat going upstream, right. (laughs) Um, but, So that's paramount to us. So we could have potentially negotiated um, or, you know, gotten some other players and not necessarily uh, had the funds in the bank at the time. We don't want to operate like that. We want to operate where we have every dollar for every player that we have promised them. We want to make sure we have dollars in the, in the account for emergency situations to take care of kids and families um when those situations potentially arise. So, you know, we definitely need more. Now, that being said, I, I think you can see, regardless on the results on the court so far, the fact is we do have a boatload of talent. And every member of the men's basketball team has a significant NIL deal with us. Um but pulls another story, uh, unfortunately. And you know, there's a couple of ways that I think we should say it. First of all, at the end of the day, right? We started this because we're fans, um, and every fan has the the right to say what it, what he wants to say or her, and and feel the way they want to feel. Um, so, that being said, you know, you also then take a, take a look at what NIL is, right? So, there's I think there's a a misnomer or miscommunication about it within our fan base a little bit, um, in terms of really what we what it is and what what it's supposed to be and and how it's supposed to be there, right? Um, it's pay for play in the law in, in, in a large extent of it that's exactly what it is We do not operate like that, and we will never operate like that. So I think before we even get into the, that discussion, maybe I should uh, you know, briefly explain how how the system works, at least for us, right? Yeah, yeah, I know, and, uh, and
0: the role of UCLA compliance and compliance,
2: yeah. All right. So, coaching staff, are, are, so your relationship with the coaching staff, all of that, yes. Okay, so you guys just interrupt in questions, and you know, as Tracy knows, has gotten to know me. Uh, I can get on a soapbox and go for a long time. Um, no, no, I won't. yeah. Um, so you know first of all let's before we even start about how, how the system works let's just talk about the fundamental flaw of the system right our business is predicated on a product we cannot control or fix i mean and i i think we need to understand that first and foremost right our job is to take care of the student athlete um so if if that if the program that that student athlete is you know residing in isn't doing what we wanted to do or as fans again we can't fix it um i can't change a coach i can't change a rotation um i think you all would laugh if, if i even tried to tell mick cronin who to play and who not to play uh i would love to so, be there for
1: that
0: if
2: oh well that might that. be my last moment on earth um <laughs> that's why i would
1: like
0: <laughs> to get that on film yeah, it's, right? it's, it's, it's a half GM. It's not even a full-blown GM because you can't make decisions like that. You can't influence the thing on the
2: field. Correct, right? So we are operating it as, for lack of a better way of putting it, Men of Westwood and Champion of Westwood has been built as a marketing talent agency, right? So that's what we are. Um, we are paying players or student-athletes um, for their name, image, and likeness, their marketing rights. Um, and we have no control of what they're doing in their craft, right? That's first and foremost. The second thing we don't have any kind of benefit from is if you think of it from a business model perspective, it's the worst business model in the world, right? Because we don't profit off anything they're doing. And that's kind of where that the, the disconnect comes in right now as well, right? If our football program played last night in the Alamo bowl, instead of playing in the, in the LA bowl, that's millions of dollars more that don't go to men of Westwood or champion of Westwood, right? They don't come into us. They go into the athletic department. So if the athletic department isn't doing the job properly that we feel in terms of how to promote this new world order, I can't do anything to fix it, right? If there's a salesperson who isn't selling the university or uh, athletics, or someone who isn't selling tickets the right way, right? We can't do anything about it. We can give no performance review for the powers that control how our business operates. Um, so it's fundamentally flawed, right? That's how I started it. And so I kind of wanted to. Explain that from that standpoint. That would drive,
0: I'm gonna pause right there. That would drive yes. me insane. Um, how? Where? Where's the craziness level for you right now? Like on oh, a scale? Uh, from, he's the, yeah. he's there. I, I From know from there. like perfectly sane, completely normal, like Carl Durrell, one to <laughs> floridly insane. We'll just leave a coach, whoever we want to name there uh, up here.
2: Uh, I would tell you that Mick Cronin's most angry face would be a, a happy day for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay good anyway please continue
1: <laughs> i get calls from ken on like the ninth green you know yeah <laughs> where it should be his happy place and
2: it's not yeah uh well that's a whole different podcast right there um no so so going back to it so right so i wanted our fans to understand that in and of itself right that's that's where it starts um so all of our players sign a contract with us and that is very key here right so it's a legal binding contract um we have a an attorney on staff um who has helped us template out different kinds of contracts um and in the contract it specifically lays out all the possibilities of what can be what what the athlete responsibilities could entail um and there's some negotiation that, that goes on up front, you know. I don't want to do a hundred social media posts, I only want to do fifty. Uh you know, I, I don't want to do a podcast with Dave Woods. Um Understand I right. Right, exactly. Um,
0: what is the going rate for a podcast with Dave
2: Woods these days? Well, it all depends on three or it, or it. All depends. Well, <laughs> it's 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 a negative. It's a negative for me right now. Um,
1: Dave, so you though, could be upwards, and you don't have to comment on this, Ken. But you could be upwards of maybe worth a quarter of a million dollars.
0: That feels like. I mean, I I've always felt that I felt you know you, ten you to should 15, just fifteen minutes. Put the price with tag on, on your
1: forehead during. I should I the should. Zoom.
2: Okay, this is high sorry. value time. Yeah, no, no, it, no. It's fine, and uh, so, so that's a key component here, right? Is that they are contract, they have a contract with us. Um, we are, in, and the other thing, and again, we are all you know members of the Bruin Report community. So it's not like we don't kind of snoop around at times, um, but. Any news on or report on any player in terms of their dollar value, um, or what they did do or didn't do, I'm going to tell you right now is completely and totally unsubstantiated and potentially just rumors, um, because I am the only one in our group, in our you know our collective uh, that actually signs the contract and sees the full numbers now. My partners, or and the people that help us, they have a general idea. And you know, a couple of the guys who helped start this with me know more than others. But we really wanted to make this a point where we wanted to control, you know, control, try to control um, the confidentiality of every deal. Uh, if anything is leaked, it comes from one of two places: one, the athlete, which means they're in violation of their agreement because it's confidential. Or the possibility, again, because you guys mentioned it, is UCLA. So UCLA is involved. Whenever we sign a contract, we submit that contract to compliance, so it's in the system, so no one can say, this person got you know, X dollars in what they do, right? So that's the key thing, is that we're in control of what they're supposed to do. We're in control of what the value we associate with a player is, right? UCLA can't say, you know Tracy, using your number, uh, that it's worth two hundred fifty thousand dollars for someone to talk to Dave Woods. It should be worth, you know, two dollars and fifty cents. That's not their job. That's my job. That's our job as as the collective or the agency. You know, however you want to phrase us. Um, now, now,
1: really fast, interrupting yeah. here. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh. There's been a lot of uh, what I want to use this for. What we're doing here is to get a. Uh, we keep having repeat questions. As you know, Ken, on our forum about how Men of Westwood functions, um, how is that how is that price determined?
2: Price is determined, um, you know, from, from different levels, right? One is it's obviously we have to negotiate against the black box that is college athletics right now, right? So what a player can get from a competitor. Um, or the competition, we have a general idea. Um, the The programs are allowed to help tell us, you know, what they believe people are worth, just from their from their marketability uh, standpoint. And then we take an analysis in terms of what they can do to help help promote us um, and the program from the standpoint of you know where they are. Social media wise, where they are in, you know the the ether of college athletics, right? Uh, how popular they are, you know what 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 a brand can do, right? But the 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 whole thought of this is again, you know, and we can get more into this in a second. But the, when this started a couple of years ago, a lot of collectives went to the charity model. We did not because of the IRS, and honestly, it's my ass on the line, and it's you know our dollars over here, and we're not willing to take that risk. Um, we have charitable partners, and they are actually starting to pull back from what they can do. And when you get into the charity aspect, right, it's real easy to get money into a charity. It's real difficult to get money out of the charity from the standpoint of, you know, what a player wants to do or what a player wants to get, right? If if we were paying a player $100,000, it's very easy for me to justify a sp- A marketing aspect to get that paid it's very hard for a charity to say we're going to have an 18 year old appear at the boys and girls club for 30 minutes and we're going to pay him a hundred thousand dollars that might be we need him to do 20 appearances for five grand and then you start running into you know the people going well ucla makes us do 20 times the amount of work that arizona does or something um so it is, it is our job to figure out the dollars, to figure out the budgets, right? But and when
1: you do, oh, sorry to interrupt again. Yeah, yeah, uh, please. You, you talked a lot about how that price is determined from external factors. Uh, I would think a lot of it is internal. Uh, you must You have this massive spreadsheet, you know what your budget is. You have a slot for a level of player, the position, and how much you can afford to pay them. Would that be accurate? That
2: would be 100 percent accurate okay
1: yeah. so a lot of the deter a lot of a lot of the factors that determine the price have to do with how much nil money you have at your disposal how much you're already paying out how much could be coming in soon uh, so a lot of it is internal
2: just not this player's market value correct no no that's 100 percent true you know and then we have right then you have the big the big unknown, which again, goes back to the fan aspect of all this, right? Which is we make a deal and I'm just going to you know, say, you know, we make a deal with Dylan Andrews um, and we're paying him, you know, X. Um, and Dylan Andrews doesn't perform the way some of our fans, you know, want or the basketball program, you know, flounders or is worse, or, you know, any program, it could be any player, any program. Right. And, the you know we've had a lot of this right now with football let's just be honest uh, you know versus pretending where we're going right where we have a lot of upset fans about the the trajectory of the football program um so you would say so, that's
1: not just bros who are upset there no, it goes no. okay good i just wanted to qualify that because there no. is this weird thing we have an outsider no, no. here dave so i want to define that some of the disf- dissatisfaction with the football program is not
2: it's not fully contained within Bros Forum. No, I mean we have we I'll have you it. know you, we have both sides of the ledger, right? You have we have some people that are completely okay with it, and you have some people who are completely not okay with it. Um, and what I would say to all our fans is, is that you know when when we've had you know we've had conversations with people directly. Obviously, I know it's been wildfire on the board in terms of that we're going to hold money back. You know we're not going to support until a regime change or until this is done or that. And the fact of the matter is, I don't care if it's Chip Kelly, I don't care if it's Mick Cronin, I don't care. You know who the coach is at the time, whenever. Um, at the end of the day, you're not screwing them. They're walking away as multimillionaires. We are you. We are literally once we've made the commitment to a kid, and people are like, "I'm going to show the coach because I'm going to I'm going to teach him a lesson." We're not teaching them a lesson. We can't teach the coach a lesson. Um, what we're doing is, is actually biting our nose off to spite our face. And I hate to say it like that because, again, at the end of the day, I'm a fan. Um, you know, Tracy and Dave, you know me well. You know that I'm at every home game. I'm at the majority of road games for both basketball and football. You know, it sucks getting on a plane, going and, and thinking, we're the underdogs. We're not going to win today. I- I'm there with our fan base. Like I- – But at the end of the day, for us to make it better, we can't be the ones always, you know, hurting hurting the kids here, right? The the story is completely different when you talk about that. We've had this year, for example, in football, we helped a couple of players. uh, their NIO deal was literally to have mom and dad come to every game. Otherwise, they couldn't afford to come. Right. So taking that away from, from someone the we don't know the end result down the line of if we start pulling back or not fulfilling these obligations what it how it impacts the next coach right now obviously
1: on that note ken yeah there has been talk and i really want you to clarify this there has been talk that men of westwood reneged on some payments and Man i know of westwood that- has not
2: missed a payment to date there we go. I know as soon as that's posted, I get an immediate text from Ken Man of Westwood has not uh, now, was there a player or two um, that we did not fulfill their complete contract? Yes, we did. You know, we did not you know, yes, we did not fulfill their contract because they were in violation of their contract. Um, I will not they talk didn't about fulfill
1: who, they didn't fulfill the requirements right? of the contract, so you did not pay them. You, you Correct. were very willing to pay them. You had the money Correct. available, they refused. Correct.
2: We will not sign a deal. The, the the deals that are on paper, again, they are legal binding contracts. We will not sign a deal, whether it's one dollar or a hundred million dollars, right? And obviously we're not doing a hundred million dollars, but you get my point. Any number that goes on a piece of paper, we are legally liable for. So we are not going to do anything to renege and have the possibility of opening up a lawsuit against us. The you know it will be against us, but ultimately it would hurt our university. Right. I'm going off on I'm a little a,
1: bit, I am going off on a little bit of tangent. Yeah. In the environment that we are in, we're talking about just pure pay for play. Are you seeing that out there in the rest of college sports that uh, many? players and recruits are expecting straight pay for play, not having to do anything to uh, uh, to fulfill their contract. And with you and UCLA doing it by the letter of the law and compliance that that is, I mean, it's like it used to be UCLA didn't cheat and the rest of the country did. So that was an issue. And right now, are you seeing that, that you won't cheat. UCLA won't cheat, but the rest of the country is straight pay for play. Not the rest.
2: A, a good portion, would you say? Um, I would say it this way. Again, an athlete doesn't get to our desk or get in contact with us until it's like vetted through the specific program he or she is 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 going to be enrolled into. Um, so the programs, whether it's basketball, you know, men's or women's football, baseball, whatever. I think they do a lot of that vetting for us up front. Um, So we, you know, the the issues we've had are been, you know, very few, right? They're the exception to the rule. Um, And when we also say, you know, work, we're not having them go nine to five, you know, and and, you know, intern for Dave Woods on, on a daily basis. We're literally saying, hey, do a ten or fifteen minute interview with Dave Woods. Promote yourself, right? Can promote I an yourself. Answer?
0: Can I get See, that through Men of Westwood
1: though? Yeah, I'm sure you could. that's the issue too, which I, I find really amazing. You do a ten minute interview with Dave Woods, which I mean, let's uh, you know, Dave throws out softball questions, an easy, nice, easy interview. It's a pleasant
0: experience for everyone. pleasant
1: experience, and um, you can do it from your dorm room. I mean, what uh, Jalen Clark didn't get out of bed pretty much. Correct. Right. Right. Um, (laughs) uh, Not only do you make money for doing that. And as you said, a a wide range of money, you are promoting yourself. You're helping getting your face out there to help your own marketability. Correct. Yes. I just want to. So this is what some players have refused to do.
2: Yes. I mean, yes. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to lie and sugarcoat it and, and, that's that has been issues. You know, we've also asked people to do some social media posts, and they don't want to do social media posts. Um, th- that also being said, our contracts are non-exclusive, right? So we've we have some corporate sponsors now. Um, the players know that they can get more money on top of what they're contracted for um, if they help that. You know the ad agency type component of the business, right? It's all ba- built into the contract, but because it's non-exclusive, certain some some players um, have come to us and said, "Look, you know, we have our own side deal with Coke, and we know Pepsi is you know is a sponsor of Men of Westwood. That hurts our own individual brand. So we don't hold that against them. We say, okay, you won't, you don't need to do that one. We'll ask you." Can you, you know, go and contribute and do something, you know, help us promote a different product? Um, You know, right now we have, you know, we have a clothing deal with, with Page, which is a marketing deal um, where they're outfitting our men's and women's basketball team. And, and they're generously contributing a significant amount of advertising spend with us. Um, And we've had a couple of players who are like, you know, we, I have another deal. I have a you know this deal, so I don't want to wear, I'll wear their jeans, but I don't want to wear their top because I have to wear another brand sweatshirt. Um so we're fine with all that. Again, it's it's as long as it's communicated up front. But again, when it's a when it's a standpoint of, hey, we need you to you know promote, you know, X or can you just, you know, can you tweet about or post an Instagram to say, you know, thank you to men of Westwood supporters? or thank you to the bro community for, for giving a dollar. Um, and they're like, no, well, you know, you got, if you can't literally do that and you're all teenagers and I have a couple of those and I'm well aware that they, you know, their phone is a new appendage. So to tell me that you're too busy for that, 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 that doesn't fly for us. Um, but you know, it's a, it's a very interesting dichotomy here of, where where a player wants to do something can do it we have people who are like what can I do more you know can can you help me get more deals so our guys and gals have been great um you know I I think the best way of looking at it is if you follow them you know follow them on social media and see what they say you know I know everyone says well how do we know that players are getting money go ask the basketball team who's taking care of them you know it's obvious Um, instead of Throwing vitriol at uh, Liatu Latu for literally putting out a video for us saying thank you, you know, for supporting me and my teammates for the season, and blasting the kid like he was actually doing something nice. Um, wasn't his fault where we won and lost or you know where we ended up. Uh, you know, again, think of it if it if it was your child and he thinking he's literally thanking someone for giving them a present treat them with a little bit more respect. That would be my only complaint as a as someone who's doing this. But again, from the fan standpoint, I get the the anger aspect of yeah. I mean it, I think, it's based on wins and losses.
0: Well and I think a lot of it is um, people not being particularly focused and they don't know who their target is and it's the blunder bless approach is I'm mad. I want to let everyone know I'm mad. right?
1: Wow, Dave, we've never experienced that before. Well, and it's
0: just, I mean, it's, and I, I, you, you empathize with the emotion, um, obviously, as a, as a, you know, somebody who may or may not be frustrated with the season, but it's also, um, it's unfocused and it doesn't help. And, and, you know, I want to touch on the funding aspect because you talked about um, fans potentially pulling money from NIL, um, which I think you made a great point, but uh, just to underscore that. Um, w- just just I'm gonna I'm gonna explain it very frankly. Pulling money from the players is not going to affect Chip Kelly's job position in any way. Uh, Correct. He, yeah. So going into next year, it's going to be Chip Kelly. Whether you pay a hundred dollars into NAL, a thousand dollars into NIL, or zero dollars into NIL, the only thing the only people being affected by that are in and just to underscore the players, um, there are you know there are other ways to uh, exercise your displeasure. There are other ways to exercise your financial displeasure, Um, but NIL is not the target there. Um, So I just want to underscore that. I do want to talk about how to fund this thing properly, because there's this reality of um, donations into a program that is um, struggling. I won't say failing, that's a charged word, but struggling in the way that football has been on the field. Um, where just general donations are hard to come by. How I guess the, it's it's twofold, but how can UCLA help the situation right now um, in terms of helping with NIL and how do you convince fans to continue to give to something that is um, in their mind maybe struggling or a failure?
1: Well, one thing before we get there, though, let's just slight pin for a minute. Can I know? when we're talking about how men of Westwood functions, just talk before we look to the future, talk about why it does not behoove you to go public with how much each player is getting in their NIL deals.
2: Um, okay. Um, so let, let's, all right, we'll start there because I'm sorry, Dave,
1: me. I just wanted to put all that to bed and then we'll
2: go forward. You know, I know that you know. Transparency is right. That's that's the big word, right? That's the buzzword. You know, we're a black box. We don't know what you know. People don't know where the money's going, so on and so forth. Um, again, look at the players, right? Um, you know, I can specifically say, I think it's blatantly obvious where what Mick Cronin believes. Um, you know, Mick and I have become very close friends, uh, and this is not some kind of scheme. Outside of trying to win a championship for Mick, right? At the end of the day, I'm a Wooden Fund supporter, um, and I've given lots of time and money there, and will continue to do so because, damn, I want it to be 95 all over again. Um, but um, you know, they the players wouldn't wouldn't say, you know, support men of Westwood if they weren't being supported by men of Westwood, right? Mick Cronin wouldn't be saying give to men of Westwood if he didn't know exactly what was going on. And I wish we could tell all our fans exactly what was going on, but that means that an SC knows what's going on in Arizona and Ohio state and Michigan. And what we don't need is someone thinking what we do or don't have what we are or aren't paying. Right. If, if we literally came out and said, we're paying, a dembona ten dollars. Well, great. We've just given someone the number to beat. So why should we say that, and then someone you know have to pay fifteen dollars because you know Duke comes in on offers fourteen? Um, it's a competitive situation, right? That's that's really what it comes down to. Um, that also being said, in in any way, shape, or form, much much like other businesses, if you give more right let's just use the wooden fund i happen to be a, a very large donor there so i've known more information over the years than someone who isn't at my level and there's people above me that know more than me right because where you give is kind of what access you get um, you know we've offered up access to the players we've ax- offered up access to the you know what we call talent right um, people can can go and have a dinner with with a player or a coach they can ask these questions. They can get that information in a more private setting, you know, putting it out, you know, literally putting out our playbook online is akin to just losing the game, right? Why are we that's giving anybody That's essentially else- what
1: you're saying. You're giving out your playbook if you did that.
2: Correct. Yeah. Um, okay.
1: I just wanted to know, define that because that's probably the most common question we get from bros and it's, and it's very frustrating.
2: Yeah. No, no. I can understand that, you know, and- You know, the other thing that I would say is anybody who says, you know, well, my dollar doesn't matter. Every dollar matters. Right. You guys and Dave, correct me if I'm wrong. um, I believe over the last year raised a quarter of a million dollars for our basketball program. I mean, yeah. Right. So that that is what, you know, the other fun word that people like to use. That's what whales are giving. Bro is a whale in and of itself. So you know every dollar there is important because that that allows us to get a $250,000 player or $225,000 players or 550 however it's you know however we need to break it up it is um when money is pulled again we've budgeted 250 because that's what the number is now if someone says well you know we're 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 6 and 6 and we don't like the way we beat Oregon State last night so we're going to pull the buddy That affects our future wins, right? That affects our future ability to do things, whether it's Mick Cronin, whether it's for Chip Kelly, whether it's for the guy that replaces Chip Kelly or the guy that replaces Mick Cronin, right? Let's just be honest. All coaches are hired to be fired. Um, So we need to have this ability, you know, if we want to affect change, again, going back to where I started, it's frustrating for me as a business perspective. I can't change things that would make my business better here my business of men of Westwood. I can't get a you know I can't force UCLA to work or cooperate in the way that I want them to. They're gonna work and cooperate in the way mm-hmm. they want to. Um, I can't you know make a coach play a certain player who I might feel is better than someone playing, right? That's my fan perspective and everyone's entitled to that. Um, but what I but what we all can do as fans, is show that we're behind our student athletes, right, in this new world order. I don't know how long this lasts. You know, if you asked me three years ago if I'd be sitting here on a podcast with you guys talking about that I was running the NIL, I would tell you you guys are crazy. Um, (laughs) Well, that still would be true. Well, that, yes, yes, but I'm crazy in in this instance with you guys. Um, So, you know, at the end of that aspect, Yes, UCLA should be paying, right? The schools should be paying their their talent. We're not there. So to continue to argue this or come up with these ideas on how it should be done, it doesn't change from the fact of how it is being done, right? The, there's the reality of the situation and then there's what we all want it to be. Until it gets to where we all want it to be, we have to live in the reality. So again, whether or not we, you know, a recruit... Or a player or anything, you know, pans out or busts out. At the moment, it was the right decision from that coach. And if we're supporting that coach and we're supporting that program, we have the ability to track better talent or the same talent, right? Or we have the ability to prove to the powers that be that the fan base is behind us and we can we can show and we can affect change, right? We can, we can help. Get a a better program for all of us moving forward. Um, th- you know, that's just kind of my thing. Now, it, again, at the end of the day, I, I'm saying that from my literally having my Men of Westwood hat on. You know, taking it off as a fan, I, I'm I'm with the general public, right? I'm with the this is unacceptable or how did we you know how did we lose to Cesa? I I don't understand that, right? But we did, you know. But but now going back and saying we recruited the wrong guys no you know four months ago we had one of the top classes in the country um and people saying well we got euros because they're cheaper no i can tell you for a fact they're not um they're not cheaper and actually they're harder to get and they're harder to maintain right because one they're not in your backyard Two, you have to get them through a different kind of education system. You know, Mick has to work to get them into school. And from an NIL perspective, I can't pay these guys on American soil. So they are operating under times where they either are getting you know one large check, or they have to wait till they go home, where their teammates are being able to do other things and and profit throughout the year. It's it's not as easy or as simple as someone saying, "Well, they're cheaper." They're not. They were. You know, we had guys that are were up until you know a week or two ago forecasted to be first round draft picks. So it's 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 again we're playing with young freshmen and we need to develop it. But now if we start to say, oh, you know, Adai Mara isn't the lottery pick we thought he was going to be, so we shouldn't pay him. We're never going to get the lottery pick that we think someone should be then because now we're the fan base that's fickle, that starts pulling money, right? It's the job of Mick Cronin and his staff to improve these guys, to also develop these guys. And now it's our job to figure out how to help them in future seasons to supplement recruits, right? This, this is an experiment that's 12 games in. Let's not you know, throw the baby out with the bathwater. Let's, so, let's see where this goes.
1: Right. So this dovetails really well into Dave's question. If you remember, Dave, you want to just repeat it really fast. What you? Well, uh,
0: yeah. If I can recall, Um, yeah, that's why I
1: gave it to you because I couldn't, but I knew Um, it pertained.
0: Well, the the idea basically of um, what from a funding perspective, and I think there's a lot of questions here. Um, Actually, one occurred to me that maybe precedes the rest is, and this is kind of a minute question, but a lot of people have had questions about. Well, if I, if I donate to Men of Westwood, it's not tax deductible. It's, um, you know, it's a, it's not a charitable contribution. I, I'm sure you've had that from even high dollar donors who are, you know, uh, kind of have to be educated on the process. But, like, what's the suggestion for these people? Because what I've said to them, and this is someone who doesn't give six figures of charitable donations a year, so I, I might be talking out of my butt a little bit, but just just give a little bit less and that way you're giving yourself your own deduction uh,
2: look I, yeah i mean I, again i'm not I, I the one thing that i truly hate about doing this is that i have to ask people friends colleagues for money right mm-hmm. um, and that that will never really become comfortable for me that being said we are not a charity that is 100% true we have had charitable partners that we have not made public because uh, for, from a fundraising perspective because those are funded those have been funded by the quote unquote whales right with the, someone who's going to give us a couple hundred thousand five hundred thousand a million dollars whatever and that that charitable partner says this is all i'm capable of doing you know and i don't want to write you know a thousand receipts for five for five dollars and and track it that way there's a lot more accounting that needs to be done um so there's that, right? And we're also, as I said before, we're having issues right now with some of our charitable partners because of the IRS things. Right. And in terms of what, what can be an athlete be paid to do, to do an appearance, there's a, there's a market value that they're okay with to, so they don't jeopardize their 501c3 status. Okay, so that's that's one thing. We are a business, right? As I said, we are a marketing talent agency. You can call us an ad agency. You know, that's how we're structured. So you can, and what we've had a lot of people do, right, is give money as a business expense. You're hiring us to promote your product or yourself. That is a legal thing to do. I'm not going to give you tax advice. Talk to your own accountants about that, right? That's mm-hmm. our, that's always our little caveat. But you can give money. We give you a contract as a donor, you know, for, if you're giving you know, $10,000. We'll give you a contract saying you're hiring us and our stable of talent to help promote your product. You know, again, every player on the men's and women's basketball team has a deal with men of Westwood. Um, we just, we had every player, but one on the bull roster for football have a deal with men of Westwood, right? So, we have the access to these players and then we, we bring them in to do deals specifically. That's one way. The other way is if you are, again, a business or a person and say, hey, I want, you know, I want Dave Woods to, to represent my product. You can specifically hire us to to get Dave Woods, right? Or or Tracy Pearson or, again, Dylan Andrews or anybody, right? Um, I'd go for Dylan Andrews something. among those three. if Probably. Yeah. Um, right? Ethan Garbers, we can, you you can, you can pick and choose who you want. It's no different than, again, on the website. Those are VIP experiences. If you want to pay to go play golf with someone, you can pick who you go to play golf with. If you want to have dinner with someone, right? Or you can say, Hey, I just want to, you know, I want to hang out with, you know, three basketball players and I, and I have this time to do it. Who are the three that can make it? So all of that is is donor dictated. Uh, and I think there's this fallacy that they you don't have control of your dollars. You don't have, you know, the donor doesn't have control of the dollars, much like we don't have control over who we recruit, right? Again, as you said, half a GM, right? Ultimately, it's John Savage's job to recruit his baseball team. It's Mick Cronin's job to recruit his basketball team, Corey Close, Chip Kelly, et cetera. So those people, you know, our coaches have to bring the ones acquiring the talent. We are the ones who will help, you know, maintain that talent. We're not out there, you know, recruiting the guys. You know, I'm not, again, if if I went to go tell Mick Cronin who to, you know, start at center, that might be my last day on earth, and it (laughs) might be my last day on earth if I told him who to recruit to play center. Um, So... You know, we have a say in this. We have a big say in helping shape the future of the program, right? We have the ability to. The more the fan base rate, you know, raises, and I don't care if it's a dollar donation or a million dollar donation. Every again, every dollar no, counts. Um, we do care. Well,
0: if you've got a million dollars to give to NIL, we we, yes, we do care.
2: I do care, but I'm saying I I I don't care if you're giving something. Like something is is better than nothing. Right. People who say, "Hey, I'm not going to give because you know this donor isn't giving." How do you know that donor isn't giving? We're not telling you what people are giving, right? I can I can tell you that um, because I know I have permission to say Troy Aikman has supported Men of Westwood for football. I will never tell you what Troy Aikman gave because there's going to be some people who say that's all he gave. He's worth that, or people are going to go, "I can't believe he gave that much." And you know what Troy Aikman doesn't need? Criticism over what he did or did not do for us. What he needs is thank you for supporting your alma mater. That's it. Um, we need more Troy Aikmans, right? That's just what we do need. Um, but we also need more, you know, Jims and Joes and Janes and everyone, you know, and not thinking that, well, if, if I don't know that he isn't giving, I'm not going to give.
0: Makes sense. And, as as Ken said, uh, bro is a, a a whale in the aggregate. Uh, so right now, uh, basketball. I'm um, just looking at the numbers now. It's two hundred and sixty four thousand in the last uh, call. It year year and a half, and then football is, and this is even with you know kind of the struggle fest from this past season. uh hundred and forty thousand. So, um. I guess the, 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 a lot of people have had questions about the competitive factor with fundraising at UCLA. And, you know, I think some of this is sem- somewhat natural in that there's entrenched um, focus on certain things. You know, people are people. If I'm a, a salesman for WAF or I'm trying to get donations for that, you know, that's my focus, that's my job. But, um, in your ideal vision of a world, what is the way that all of this starts
2: rowing together? Um, I would tell you that it it needs you know it needs a complete complete and total tight you know you know it's a massive shift right the the business of college athletics has changed and again I briefly touched upon it earlier if we played in the Alamo Bowl last night. UCLA would have made millions of dollars more. Men of Westwood would not. So, the fact that I feel sometimes that we are treated as a competitor, we're not. You know, I I can't say this to UCLA enough. We're not a competitor. We are an enhancement on your product, and actually, we're right now the key component. Right? It's it's a it's a it's the wild west out there for talent acquisition. So, to continue to focus in on. The old school way of thinking, I think it's detrimental as a fan to where I want us to be. You know, again, take me out of the NIL equation for a moment. As a fan, I want to be winning the last game of the year. I want us to have a chance to compete to play in the last game of the year. Um, And the more can that provide we can. St- can I provide an yeah. analogy first? Um, sure.
0: People out there, what do you think is more important? To a professional baseball team, the payroll for the team or stadium enhancements. That's that's the question, uh, really. Because when you're donating to the university, and this is uh, as Ken said, he's a donor. There's value there, absolutely. But the most important thing for any organization that is paying the talent is the pay for that talent. Um, the reason the Dodgers were able to just go get Otani and Yamamoto because they have the money to pay the players. Um, and doesn't really matter who the coach is. doesn't really matter where they play. They're going to be pretty good at baseball next year because they got those guys. So
2: just think about it like that um, when you're trying to decide where your dollars are going to go. Right. And, and once you get an Otani, right, you can do your, your stadium enhancements will come because you're going <laughs> to get ancillary revenue across right. the board. Right. And it's, what, it's what, I mean, we're
1: hint, what we're hinting at here, though, uh, we're kind of telling the fan, but that's not really our target of what we're really, we're, we're kind of poking around it. We're, we're saying that it's WAF is being competitive with Men of Westwood.
2: Correct. Uh, that's how I feel at times. Yes. Okay. Look, I will tell you, Josh Rebholtz has been a, a great ally. Um, he is, and, and there are, there are, you know, starts and stops, right, for every step forward. We take two steps back on certain things when, you know, when we're trying to deal with the administration in WAF. You know, I will, you know, to air dirty laundry, for lack of a better term. I don't know if, if people who are watching this not get the Bruin Blue magazine, which is a donor magazine. Um, it was all about NIL this past month. And it... it and there was a whole main article on what UCLA is doing for NIL, including like the Westwood exchange and some of their educational programs that they're doing. There wasn't one mention of us. And that to me is a, are you kidding me? It's, it's very well established. We, we have put in a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of money um, to, to help our alma mater and for us not to be included in that, was short-sighted to say the least in my mind um you know the that also being said i don't necessarily blame certain people versus others uh you know it's it's the systemic issue at ucla it's siloed right i have to pay a licensing fee for our student athletes to use the four letters in any advertisements they do with nil I, I can, I've been barred from filming our players on certain locations on campus because we would have to pay a royalty fee to some other, to some other aspect of campus, uh, right. So like, for example, if you guys pay attention, again, I'm going to use, a, a, one of our, our first sponsor, but you know, a great sponsor of ours page, um, before the Maryland game, our entire, our guys wore some of their page outfit out of Mo Austin into Poly Pavilion. You know, it's kind of like a tunnel walk that they do in the NBA games and, you know, and, and our women have done that too. They have to literally walk along the side of Mo Austin and underneath Wasserman Center into that tunnel to get into Poly because if they walked in the front door of Polly, we would be have to pay a royalty fee because we're showing Poly Pavilion in, in, a, in a picture. Now the three of us could go take a selfie in front of poly pavilion and post that and be fine. To me, that is a, you gotta be kidding me. We are trying to help you and raise money, raise brand awareness, you know? So there are these fights that I have or I don't understand. And again, it's not that the people who I deal with are not sympathetic to it or don't want to help, but it's a, it's a bigger, you know, it's a bigger machine that's going on that is literally trying to. Uh, it's, a
1: broken, you know, it's, it's a broken. It's,
2: it's a broken situation. It's, a, it's yes. a Byzantine system. Yeah. Yes. No. Uh, like you know, we did a Sunday selection show last year. I had to rent out Moas. I literally had to rent out the facility that the guys were living in.
1: Now, for is lack this, of better term, is this what other nil collectors have to do, or is this? I I I would
2: tell you it's probably not. Now, do we get? preferential rates i believe so i would hope so um i can't speak for others you know i can only speak for my frustrations um and and you know i hope that it gets better you know as as we go along as this you know continues to move forward um but again it's it's uh, it's you know it depends on who who i'm dealing with or who we're dealing with um and you know and what their their moment is and again there's education i have i have lots of friends in the wooden athletic fund um i've had lots of coaches in the in the system over you know over the years and there are some people who understand what's going on and there are other people who are like you know that's not my it's not what i need to be worried about um that was actually I, my
1: next that was actually my next question because you have told yeah. me before one of your biggest perhaps your biggest challenge is educating donors on what NIL is. Um, uh, uh, UCLA has a donor base, which is skews a little older, you would say, mm-hmm. kind of yeah. set in their ways. Um, initially, from what I understand, they were resistant and, well, and still are. Uh, it was kind of a thing, oh, that's just a fly by the night kind of uh, thing that's come in and will probably go away. It's it's not going to be NCA compliant. We'll just stay away from it um so there was that resistance but there was also a misunderstanding of exactly what it was and you've told me some of your your biggest challenge is educating some of the established UCLA donors on exactly what NIL is and how it can help the program and how it trickles down from NIL like we were talking about the the talent acquisition over um Uh, in improving the seating in the stadium. So talk a little bit about how challenging that's been to, to educate donors and where
2: you are with that. uh, Uh, I mean, you know, we're, we're we're at that every day, right. And I, and I don't care. And again, I I don't mean to say it like that, but I, I don't care if you're the dollar donor or the million dollar donor. Everyone needs to be educated. I don't care if you're the intern, you know, in a in a university at UCLA or any other school or, you know, or your athletic director, everyone needs to be educated on this, and you know, everyone in between, right. Um, We can't be, you know, the only ones who are struggling at this, Um, you know, the, the standpoint is once you're educated, right, or once you have the help, and again, I'm, I'm not I can't, I can't say this with enough, you know, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is here, but I don't think on people, maybe I, maybe I, maybe people do, but what, regardless on where we are in terms of wins and losses in this current season, what a special coach we have in Mick Cronin, because we have a man who completely wants to win at the highest level, wants to be at UCLA, understands the barriers at UCLA, um, Understands the importance of NIL and is out there working his ass off every day. You know, there are times where I talk to him more than I probably talk to my wife. Um, you know, there are times over the summer where he was helping wherever he could on days where he should have just been recharging for the season. You know, he he literally wants to know what's going on. He'll talk to donors. He will force the issue, and that is something in this day and age. Um, that's great, but I'm also very concerned about it because I don't need him burned out. He needs to focus in on, you know, recruiting and winning games.
1: Yeah, that's um, not what he is. He he's not gonna, you know, but, he's gonna
2: burn himself out. You know, right. That's what he's. But, but do, you get so. where I'm saying. I don't, nice, I don't. It's nice need... you
1: have concern,
2: Ken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, um, but we need that buy-in across the board, right? And, that, and once you have that buy-in, then I believe more people will be will be bought in but we also can't operate on this you know hope and a prayer right which is oh if if UCLA does this then I'll do that 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 doesn't work because where's the iou right where you, there's no there's nothing there's nothing that that guarantees that 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 windfall do i believe that there's money on the sideline right now 100% i do but until i have it there's always going to be money that i believe is going to be on the sideline Um, and I think that if we did a better job, you know, messaging where, where money goes to and not even me, you know, I I think I'm, we're trying to be as transparent as we can be, right. Our money goes to the student athletes, the student athletes. If you, again, follow them, they will promote us. You can see who we have, right. Ask them, you, you know, if you, if you interact with them you know, they, they should be able to do that. And and again, I'm sorry to jump around, but that's also a key component in our contract, which is part of the work that they have to do is they have to promote men of Westwood or champion of Westwood to recruits because they can talk about what they're making, what they have to do. And if it's literally, our job is to help recruit the next guy or the next girl. That's what we're getting paid for because, you know, The coaches can't say men of Westwood's paying, you know, a point guard X. I can't talk to a recruit and tell a recruit that I'm going to pay, you know, if you come, we'll pay you this. You know who can? Our point guard. He can say they are taking care of us by giving, paying us X, having us, you know, we have to do Y, but we also get, you know, A, B, and C in terms of ancillary benefits because we have sponsors who give us clothing. We have sponsors, we have a sponsor. Again another marketing advertising deal um, burst oral care that literally is giving the team, both men and women's basketball, free dental care, like orthodontics, you know, any kind of dental procedure that they need. And that could be very expensive. Plus they're giving them, you know, tools to keep themselves healthy and they're paying a marketing fee for the access to this. So, we have all of these things that if players can, can promote it, they're our best avenue of doing it. Right. Because players, you know, high school players are looking at the college players. That's who they meet on recruiting trips. You know, if, if someone's going out, this is what we want. We, you know, as much as the, you know, the quote unquote old school thinking of, you know, get the hottest cheerleader to take them out to dinner. We also need at that dinner them to say, these are the, what's going to happen is you're going to get X, Y, and Z. Um, and if that's the case, where we need is the better messaging, which is we're going to the Big Ten. We're supposedly making all this extra money. Where's that money going to, right? Anytime someone tells me about transparency, I want them to think about it from the other side. You give mo- I give money to the wooden fund. I don't know if my money is going to the men's basketball program or the rowing team, or if it's going to pay for you know pens and, and paper, or if it's paying for someone's expense account. There's, you know, I know where it ends up. It ends up in a big pot, but my dollar, I don't know where my specific dollar goes. Um, well,
1: got it. Let, let's knock off a yep. few more little common yep. uh, comments from, from the forum. Um, obviously, UCLA has some huge, UCLA, the university, has some huge donors out there, mm-hmm. David Geffen, various others that give hundreds of millions of dollars. So a, a, a common, comment is why can't men of Westwood tap that donor base? Um, if you could comment about that a bit, just to maybe dispel that little common fallacy.
2: Uh, I'm going to say one, who's to say we haven't. That's number exactly. one. Yep. Uh, two, not everybody loves sports the way we do. You know, everyone, again, everyone's entitled to spend their money the way they want to spend their money. Um, you know, my wife probably thinks I'm a little bit nuts that I want to go to all these games, and I spend all my time doing it. Uh, you golf a lot too, though, Ken. I have not golfed a lot lately, Tracy, because okay, this has fine. been a lot. But yes, but I, that's another. He, get, one. he I gets do...
0: out there, and then he just calls you, and then he doesn't right. end up golfing.
2: No, I, you know, I do
0: golf a lot, and
2: you know, Ken won a golf... pro
1: am tournament like about a year ago,
2: right? Yeah, uh, I did. Uh, well. But I did as a team, so I don't want to say it was me. Um, but you carried the team. You, uh, you carry yeah, there's no chance I care. Well, yes, my high handicap probably carried the team. Um the uh, but like my wife will never has never and will never golf with me. That's not her idea of fun, right? So she's entitled to do whatever she wants to do, even though I'm choosing to do something else. Um I believe that's the case for any one of our fans. You know, and I don't care if you're a UCLA grad a UCLA fan, like if you're into sports, be into sports. If you want to cure cancer, cure cancer. There's nothing wrong with choosing what you want to do. But to say that we haven't tapped into them is a little bit ridiculous. Again, we've asked, you know, I I know that people have said like, where where are you guys advertising? You know, we advertise at Poly Pavilion, right? We advertise at the Rose Bowl, even though our signs at the Rose Bowl are field level, so the, the players block it out. Um, we, it's men of Westwood night on Wednesday night at, at the Stanford game. So we'll have a large presence there. Um, but we always have a presence at Poly Pavilion, right? We have had a presence on your form, you know, because to quote Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, those are the good leads. You know, if we don't need, you know, a billboard on Pico and Sepulveda, why don't we just go where the, where the Bruins live? Um, that all being said i can't make someone give money and i'm not going to force someone to give money if they want to because they love the program and they've spent that's how they spend their time then i hope you support and again i'll say thank you to whatever you give because it is in theory insane where the system is that the fans are paying for it but instead of complaining that the fans have to pay for it cuz it complaining about it ain't going to fix it right now let's let's not get so far behind you know the cart we we were way behind the game to start this. Let's not keep putting ourselves in in a farther position because there's no guarantee when this ends or how this ends. So for the time being, or or putting up a post
1: about a, a huge UCLA donor to the UCLA hospital and the medical, and then making the suggestion that men of Westwood should maybe reach out like, you were never aware of those people,
2: right? Right. Look, we've, we've talked, you know, we talked to, we had a big event for um, the basketball, some basketball alums. You know, we've talked to them. We've had people that, basketball alums that want to get involved. But I will tell you this. And, and again, I, I don't blame these guys, right? We're at the, we're, NIL is here because the genesis was why why are athletes not, Profiting off what they're doing and only the university, right? And we can go in two different tangents on why that's correct and why that's incorrect. But a lot of these athletes who we've talked to, who have the capability to give a lot, are not going to give what our fan wants them to give because they're still bitter they didn't get paid.
1: Yeah, or they that's, feel taken uh, let's at- let's let's really underscore this. Everyone says all the UCLA, NBA, Bruins, NFL, Bruins. Why don't you tap into that? Uh, And I know this pre-NIL, they are not traditionally big donors to any program. It's just not the way it works. Uh, You're going to start talking right now about why mentally and emotionally they're not. But I can tell you, I can attest that uh, in doing this job, I know they are never big donors to their former programs. They just generally
2: they aren't. Okay, go ahead. No, no, it's that nothing more needs to be said. Right now, we have a couple we're talking to. Like, I've been talking to Matt Barnes for a while, and Matt's trying to come up with ways where he can help his with his platform, um, how he can help you know distribute that kind of uh, connectivity. Um, and again, I'm not going to say to Matt, "Well, hey, you know, you have a you know, you have this show, and you're popular, and you have this great following. I don't want that." Uh, you know, you, you made $10 million a year for how many years you should just p- fund the basketball program. He gave his time, his energy, his blood, sweat, and tears. And a lot of these guys don't. And again, I'm not saying this about Matt by any you know, stretch of the imagination or Troy Aikman or, or any of these guys who have helped. But they, they they feel one way about their time. Maybe it's not the same as me. Maybe it's not the same as somebody else. Um and it's also again, you know, where's their mindset on this, right? Well, I paid, played for free. Why am I paying someone? Right? Or the guy we got isn't good enough. Like again, they're also fans in and of themselves. Just because people have the means to do it doesn't mean they're required to do it. And every time someone says, Well, I'm not going to do it until someone else does it, they could be saying the same thing. I can tell you that a lot of our quote unquote whales are on the, the form you know, and they look and say, you know, I've had the comment, you know, well, if they're not going to contribute, you know, why do I need to bankroll everything? I have to bankroll firing a coach. I have to bankroll hiring a coach. I have to bankroll an arena. I have to bankroll this. And then some of our fans say, let's fly a banner, you know, and it's like, why why couldn't that money be used to help us? Again, as a fan, I say, if you want to fly a banner, fly a banner, right? And I know that that you guys uh, not you guys, but the fans who did that did a dollar for dollar match. And I thank you for that. I did but, not fly the plane. Yeah. I just want to make it, that. It, it, there was a right. common,
1: it was a common conception that Dave was out there with his goggles and his scarf flying that biplane. But yeah, that, no, that I was, did not I was
2: in
0: the, I was in the gunner seat.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, I got that wrong. Yeah. yeah.
2: No. So, you know, so yes, we are, you know, we are trying our best and and you know every time someone says you should do it this way then go do it like (laughs) you know contact us no i'm being dead serious like i don't feel like me and my buddies who are doing this with with me um and the people who have volunteered their time and their energy and their money we're not better than anybody we were just tired of waiting for someone else So if you're tired or you don't like something that's how it's being done, contact us. Now, I don't need, with all due respect, I don't need comments on your T-shirt design needs to be better. Our T-shirt design was specifically for a billboard, so it was blatantly obvious when Mick Cronin wore it that it said Men of Westwood. Do we want better designs? Yes. Are they coming? Yes. But until I sell thousands of T-shirts, I'm not going to worry about the next T-shirt. I need to worry about the next quarterback. I need to worry about the next point guard, the the offensive lineman. I need to worry about those things. That's where our focus is. You know, um, again, I know. You know, we have a an, an overarching marketing deal with IMG Learfield, who's our, the media rights holder at, at UCLA. So, you know, I think originally, like when Tracy, whenever you and I did the, our first interview, um, you know, people were like said, "Oh, well." they're, they're advertising on the radio. That's, you know, that's a waste of money. We're not advertising on the radio. You're not going to catch our spot on K-Rock. You know where you're going to get it. You're going to get, you know, uh, Will McClendon saying during the basketball game, you know, support men of Westwood now back to Josh and Tracy for the broadcast. And you know what that is? That's work. So we got to pay him for that. And we're promoting the product for someone who should be listening to the game. That again, is our it's core audience.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, you know, when we've done stuff and someone said, Oh, we saw they have a Facebook page. Who uses Facebook? Who cares? It's free. Yeah, I'm not on Facebook. It's connected to the Instagram account, right? And it's like, who cares if we're on there? If there's an old whale or there's an old donor or someone, you know, skewed to who still uses Facebook, and we get a five thousand dollar donation because we had a Facebook page that we never go and look at. Again, this is not a criticism. This is you know this is not where we should be focused on. Like oh my god, they wasted their time putting up a Men of Westwood Facebook page. Yeah, we did. We have one. We have a so, we have a Twitter account. You know, you get where I'm going.
0: Yeah, and I, I so we're we're approaching hour and fifteen. I want to I want to kind of get to a kind of a call to action here at the end um, because what, so you were talking about what big donors, you know, what they might say when people are saying, oh, I'm going to pull my whatever, 10 bucks a month from NIL or whatever. What's the point at which, where you can point to that big donor and say, well, look how much, you know, small dollar donors have given, and that can be enticing. Like what should be the goal for people listening, a lot of whom would be smaller dollar donors, um what should be their goal like because i just i shared some numbers but what would you like to see from a giving standpoint and given the the lay of the land given the situation with football given the situation with basketball where do you want to see people um how do
2: you want to see them I, I, right now i, I just want to see them support honestly dave like it's not, again it's not my place to tell anyone to give or not give um i'm never going to tell you if you gave a dollar you could have afforded two dollars like you know i hope that everyone you know they've you, you, we have a, a great a great fan base, and this is not a look. This is not a donor problem. Like I, I want that well established. This is not a donor problem. This is an education problem. This starts from the from our side at Men at Westwood and Champion of Westwood. This is a UCLA administrative issue. This is a program, a coaching. You know, coaches, programs. Everyone is involved, and that's where the blame should be. Lot. You know, should lie. If I don't do my job or our job here, if, you know, Josh Rebholz and Martin Jarman don't do their job, if Mick Cronin, Chip Kelly, John Savage, Corey Close, if they don't do their job, right? Like we're all in this together. Um, so it's, I, I don't blame the donors for giving or not giving. Um, what I would say is it's, it's a lot easier for the big ticket you know the whales the big ticket donors to go hey we only have to you know we have to get seven players on basketball because the eighth has already been paid for right we it's you know or hey we got eight but now we're going to supplement you know number one we're going to double him because we have that extra money versus us always going and saying i know you gave a hundred thousand i need you to give one hundred twenty thousand, so you know so you know 10 people do it, we get the extra 200,000. So every dollar counts, that's the point here. Yes, a million dollars is more important than a $1. There's no question. But if we lose the $1, we lose $250,000. And so, you know, that being said, I'm grateful for whatever anyone does, because again, we're all fans and we all wanna win. And it has not been fun lately. Let's just be honest about that. Like it, it just hasn't. And For we us, as a fan, can. <laughs> right? But the fan base now can affect change, right? We can make sure that the cup, the, the quote unquote proverbial cupboard, isn't bare. Regardless, uh, right? Again, when you say, I'm not going to support a coach, you're not supporting the coach because of what you believe that coach's ability is. So let's get some talent in there. So if the coach is going to hang himself, the coach will hang himself but let's make sure that we have an argument for the next coach to go. We support you through thick and thin because we support our student athletes. You know, the ones who wear the letters, we're trying to get the best people in here possible and also understand, you know, the, the rumor mill will work overtime in NIL. You know, if there's issues or there's questions, we're available to answer. them. We're not going to break confidentiality rules. I'm not going to put myself in, you know, in a firing squad position um, legally because someone doesn't you know to correct numbers that are out there and i would also say if you think you're you're helping by putting numbers out there are you really look i'll say this again basketball we're in a good place we can be in a lot better place we're not struggling but we're not but we need more to compete with the dukes the kentuckys the north carolina's etc of the world but we're doing okay football we're struggling there's there's no question about that and the fan base or tracy or dave you guys can all take you know and extrapolate why you believe that's the case and your answers aren't going to be wrong but but we are where we are because of that right and again i wish i could affect change i can't affect that change from a business decision right now
1: let me ask you this. Let's finish it off with this. Um, you're obviously immersed in the whole NIL phenomenon. Where is this going, Ken?
2: I wish I knew. I wish I knew when. If it you were,
1: I know you don't know. No one knows. If you, since you're so well versed, speculate. We'll we'll qualify this as speculation.
2: W- what happens here? Um, I think. I think. I think in a year it will come down a little bit, I think, because um, you won't have all these extra players that are out there. I think the COVID year really kind of threw everything out. Um, You know, it it kind of threw stuff into whack. I think your top players are going to get top dollar. I I do think, though, that I, you know, maybe I'm hopeful um, that there'll be the, you know, the, the common thought of there's no reason that a college quarterback should be making more than Brock Purdy, you know, who has a chance to go to a Super Bowl, right? Like the more, the more that the, I think the more that um, we see freshmen get paid and then transfer is going to help kind of self-correct this situation. You know, if you asked me, if, if I was in control of our programs or specifically football, I shouldn't say our, you know, Football here, the idea of paying freshmen is is beyond stupid at this point because they're especially these high level ones, you know, the ones that want, you know, these big deals. I mean, look, this is not this problem is not endemic just to UCLA, right? It's not a UCLA football problem as much as people want to say, Oh, we had a bad year. So we have this is why people are leaving. Ohio State lost their starting quarterback. USC, right, our number one competitor, right? The arch enemy lost their top. Recruit offensively and defensively this year, and how much did they pay? You know that. Also being said, there's rumors out there that certain schools don't fulfill their obligations, so these kids aren't getting paid, you know, their full wage, and there—that's a reason for them to walk away from from a program. Um, would you, Would you say
1: nil is here to stay for the foreseeable future?
2: Yes, unfortunately.
1: So get on board because we're a few years away from anything really happening that's going to
0: change this. And it's well, and and this will to always stay. be there at least supplementary anyway. Even sure. once they do, uh, you know, a TV contract Absolute share point. or whatever the yeah. hell it is.
2: Right. It, again, we're, we're in this sandbox now, so we can come. You know, we can complain that we don't have the Tonka truck, or we can get ourselves the Tonka truck to play in the sandbox again we're in control get yourself of that.
0: the tonka truck everyone and um just just provide some numbers for people because you might be thinking oh Ken's saying a dollar you know but uh, is my dollar really gonna matter as Ken said we're we're essentially we're we're providing enough for a, a, a player for basketball the average donation per month of the con the contributors so far is about 30 bucks a month so it's not a dollar but your dollar would matter. I mean, the the low end of that average is people paying as little as three to $5 a month. Um, So if you've got money to spend and you want to support this stuff and you're as crazy as, you know, everybody who's following sports, why not go for it? It's a coffee.
2: Right. Do it. Right. And, and, you know, again, take advantage of some of our opportunities to meet these, these great, like they're great kids. And that's, I would tell you that's the hardest part for me about doing this is that I now watch a game in a completely different fashion because I've gotten to know them as people. I've gotten to know their families. I know what change we're making into their lives. Um, You know, I know, you know, you know, I get texts now from players, you know, because we did something. Thank you. You know, you made my Christmas unbelievable. Because I was able to go get something from mom, right? Or well, uh, well not- along
1: those along those same lines, um, I think you'll be okay with me revealing this. Uh you gave every well, not you. Uh, Men of Westwood gave every UCLA football player, was it five hundred dollars as a Christmas gift for yes. their NIL? And yes. talk a little bit about what the response and the feedback you got from the players
2: and their families for that. It, it, it makes it all worth it. That's, it. really does, you know, the, 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 that component where it's like, oh my God, you know, I can go do this or I can go do that. You know, I'll tell you just recently, um, we helped, uh, a walk on, um, in a sport, uh, gave him a little extra money so he wouldn't be in debt going into next year from, from his, from his student loans, you know, and just like the emotional outburst of it because we had something that we could do. And this is someone that probably most people won't know. Right. But it's, it was just more, it was the right thing to do. Right. I will tell you, um, the first, the first NIL deal that men of Westwood did was for Jules Bernard and, uh, It was when Jules was going through the NBA draft process. So he was not, he was not enrolled in school, which means he's not privy to his stipends, which means he was going to be evicted. So we actually helped him and paid, uh, did an NIL deal with him so he could get a couple of months of rent. And to this day, he is beyond thankful and he's in the NBA now, right? And we had nothing to do with him getting in the NBA. That was all him and Mick Cronin. Um, But you, you talk about a kid who, whenever he's back in LA, just reaches out and says, is there anything I can do? Can I help this? Can I do that? You know, and you're talking that way. You're also talking another way, which, you know, we've got Jaime Hawk is coming into town next week, right? And Jaime continues to reach out Whenever he can, just to check in with us, like what can he do to help? Because what we helped him, what what whatever we helped him with, and let's be honest, we didn't need to help him, right? He's he's going to be just fine. Um, but he's so appreciative of it, and and it's it's those human interest stories that are unbelievable. You know, again, you know, Laptu is going to be a great NFL player and it's going to make a lot of money. You know, come the day of the draft, go ask him. You know, he he put out a video because he's like, I want to thank, I want to help thank people because they made a difference in my world and it doesn't matter how much he got. He just had something versus having nothing. We are literally affecting change in people's lives. You know, meeting moms and dads of players because they come to a game that they would have never been able to afford a plane flight or a hotel room and getting hugged by them makes it all worth it from the terrible times of negotiating with, you know, agents or handlers or people that want to profit off these kids. It's those moments when, when, you know, people, uh, people do it that way. You know, I, I will tell you, and I know we're running long, but I told you I can get on a soapbox and go, um, <laughs> you know, we took, we took the basketball team to a, uh, to a football game, a lions chargers game, chargers lines, whatever. Um, <laughs> And we had some donors with us and really we had my family, like my wife came to that and the guys just going up to her and calling her the mom of men of Westwood, you know, it was, it, it, it's endearing, right? It's cute. It's funny, but it also shows that we've got kids that are just unbelievable. You know, Christmas morning, look, I'm Jewish. I don't celebrate Christmas, but Christmas morning I had 13 texts from basketball players. Merry Christmas, Ken, to you and your family. Thank you for everything. You know, I had it from football players. It's that, you can all, you know, we all as fans can have that opportunity, take advantage of it. We're here to help facilitate that. Get to know these people um, because ultimately at the end of the day, they're great people. They're Bruins, that's, we all have that in common. And, you know, don't blame them for the failures or successes of, of people above them, right? let them stand on their own two feet let you know judge them for who they are uh and i think you'll you'll understand why why we're why we continue to do this when it's against all the odds of of you know everything that we're up against and look we're not making money off this this is not you know this is again i'm tired of getting on a plane thinking we're gonna lose i want to get on a plane and come home with a trophy so i appreciate so- all the fans and i appreciate you guys
1: so Dave and I talked about it. We want to offer you something. This is our own special gift. We want you to have your own forum, the Ken Grayware forum, so you can answer all questions. <laughs> all on uh, Dave and I think that's a a, gr- a fantastic gesture that you would love to have when you can.
0: Oh, that's a, is that a present? <laughs> I'm I'm couching it as
2: one. Yes. What if we give you banning ability too? Uh, look I'm um, if you, I, again <laughs> wow you put me on the spot no i'm I'm happy if fans want to ask you know serious you know questions and you know we will do our best to answer them but i I hope everyone understands you know you know I have no problem if you guys if we want to you know change my account or change one of our accounts or just start a new account like a men of Westwood account you know and where we can go on and answer or we can do you know Q and A's every so often. But we're not gonna get into the weeds on stuff because we just can't, unfortunately, at certain points. I think you
1: know, Q&As and- periodically is good enough. We we don't want to believe me, Dave and I understand how much message boards can take. No, no, no. Our no. Time, we we understand the curse we would be offering. We would much rather but, it's not just and it's a time consuming curse. So yeah, we wouldn't do that to you.
0: No, but Q and A's would That's be That's our idea. gift, Ken. That's
1: yeah. our gift. We're not gonna oh, for not doing it. Do I appreciate yeah. that. You're welcome. Yeah.
0: All right, all right. We gotta end this. We gotta we gotta call it a day. Um this has been, I think, really educational. I think everyone's going to um, take a lot away from it. So, Ken, can, next will-
1: time, could you come and 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 talk, elaborate a little bit more, and and <laughs> just instead of those
0: one-word answers, those are really frustrating. Uh, when as I, I will
2: right. do, you, you need to take away
0: my soapbox. I told you, Tracy. Uh, okay. um, yeah, well, it's just tough because no. we have to keep prompting you. You know. Yeah. Right.
2: No, I know. Uh, I know. It's probably the best. It's the best broadcast uh, Tracy's ever done. He barely spoke yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, no my you vocal got, cords you got that done ken. yeah yep. all right yeah.
0: well this has been really pleasant thanks ken really appreciate you coming on uh educating everybody about the situation um i'll drop some links in the story for anybody um to donate to basketball football and uh champion of westwood um so uh get in there if you were compelled from uh, listening to this and uh Thanks again, and, Ken. And, and maybe
1: reach out and and show a little gratitude towards Ken again. I, I mean, he didn't really get into it. He, he's doing this. He's taking up all of his time. This is a business that he's doing. He's he's making no money out of it. It's just because he's driven as the ultimate Bruin fan. He wants to get on a plane thinking he's that team's going to win. Uh, I mean, uh, if there's ever any resentment towards Men of Westwood, that that make that gets me matter than anything that could happen right now, that there should only be gratitude towards King Graywer for
2: everything he's doing. Look, I'll take criticism. I am we're not perfect. Um but again, let's 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 keep our you know our eye on the prize here, which is we're all doing this together. We all want it we all want to win, right? The Bruin Report community is a community because we're all passionate about this. So let's let's remember that. And and again if if there's anything that you want to reach out, go to the website, shoot us an email. We will get back to you. If we don't, we're busy, but we will get back to you, you know, as quickly as possible. Um, support us in any way you can. Uh, we appreciate that. You know, come to events when we have them. Um, but we will, will be having some more soon and, you know, pay attention to us on social media through Bruin Report website, so on and so forth. You know, everyone yeah, again, thanks for, for all your time, your help, and most importantly, your money. It's Because it, it's made a difference in a lot of kids' lives. All right. Thank you, Ken. And uh, we'll be yep. back again next
0: week.